In relationships, I've always said that there are three sides to every story, his side, her side, and the truth. Well, the same can be said for politics. There's the blue side, the red side, and the truth. We're here to help you figure out what is true. This is Truth Seekers with Rocky and Lucas. Hi, Truth Seekers. Today, we're going to delve into the Biden crime family. This is how it's going to go. I'll give some facts, the necessary ones. Now, I'm not going to go too crazy and deal all the facts because their dealings are so shady that it's difficult to keep track of all the transactions. I'm going to keep them as basic as possible, bare bones. And then I'm going to give you some theories and hypotheticals on how they accomplished all this so that you can really get an understanding of how crooked these guys really are. So why the Biden crime family, you ask? I'll tell you. There are nine members of Joe Biden's family who are identified as having allegedly received foreign income. The House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer has been investigating the Biden family and these nine individuals who have been identified as Hunter Biden, of course, James Biden, President Biden's brother, his brother's wife, Sarah, Hallie, Beau Biden's widow, don't, I just don't know why she's in there, Hunter's ex-wife, Kathleen Buell, and his current wife, Melissa Cohen. There are also some grandchildren and nieces and nephews that allegedly receive money. And there's one more account just labeled, quote, Biden. And there's speculation that the Biden family dog major and the ice cream man that works Pennsylvania Avenue also received foreign income in this scheme. Are you serious? <laughs> no, that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Either that or everyone's just getting hosed and basically all the money's going to Joe. So there's an interesting side note that in 2012, Xi Ping launched a campaign to uncover corruption in the CCP. He found that the level of corruption committed by politicians was relative to the size of the family members' bank accounts, especially the very young and very old. Yeah, it's crazy how much money a nine-year-old has in that family, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a very popular scheme for politicians in corrupt regimes to use their family members to mask uh, their personal Their income, wealth. exactly. Yeah. All right, so in a press conference, Comer said, quote, we're talking about grandchildren, a grandchild. That's odd. Most people that work hard every day's grandchild doesn't get a wire from a foreign national or anything like that, end quote. During his campaign, Biden said that neither he nor his family had taken any money from China. But in Comer's memo, it stated that Hunter Biden's professional corporation received payments of $100,000 from a Chinese-backed energy company. And according to CNN Politics article by Grayer, Treen, Herb, and Murray, quote, the memo includes a copy of a bank transaction showing that on August 4th, 2017, CEFC infrastructure wired $100,000 to Owasco PC, Hunter Biden's professional corporation, end quote. Now listen carefully, everyone, because this is where things start to get a little complicated. In addition to this, Gong Wendong, a Chinese national tied to the Chinese Communist Party set up multiple LLCs under the name variation of Hudson, such as Hudson 3 and Hudson 5. Bank records indicate that Hudson West sent approximately $4 million to Hunter Biden-affiliated companies and James Biden entities, received $75,000 between 2017 and 2018. Hunter Biden and his quote-unquote associates set up at least 15 different companies after Biden took office as president. 15. There's a funny conversation that took place between Tony Bobolinsky, an investor with Hunter Biden, and James Gilliar, a business partner of Hunter Biden. This conversation is courtesy of Miranda Devine in the New York Post. Quote, what is the deal with Jim Biden as he wasn't part of the discussion but now seems a focal point? Bobolinsky asked Gilliar. 
what role does Jim see himself playing? Consultant is what he's offered, as far as I know, Gilear replied. He, in parentheses, Hunter, brought in Jim simply to leverage getting more equity for himself and family in the final hour. That is evident. In another WhatsApp message, Gilead told Bobolinsky, with Hunter's demons, could be good to have a backup. He, meaning Jim, strengthens our USP, which is unique selling point, to Chinese as it looks like a truly family business. And I like the dude. Well, you know, in true mafia fashion, you gotta bring someone into the deal because you like the dude. Exactly. <laughs> good God. Yeah. So with the deal progressing, Hunter told Bobolinsky, it's time for the next step. And this is his quote. I want dad to meet you, he said. Hmm. Yeah. So I've been reading the congressional record and holy crap, it's very interesting. (laughs) Volume 168, number 55 for anybody that's interested. And it's full of great information. A lot of details of bank records showing easily $5 million being wired to another Hudson 3 company. And then some of that being forwarded to Hunter's Owasco LLC in August 2017. He and Jim Biden were pulling in $165,000 a month, $100,000 to Hunter and $65,000 to Jimbo. So what was the money for, you ask? Well, in 2017, CEFC wired a million dollars to Hudson West 3, one of Hunter's companies. The bank record for the payment shows that it was for representing Patrick Ho. Who's Patrick Ho? Well, He's a guy connected to the Chinese communist regime who was arrested for charges of money laundering and international bribery. The bribery was for trying to secure unfair business advantages for his energy company. And around that time that Ho was arrested, remember that a million dollars was wired to one of Hunter's companies. And Ho placed a call to James Biden. So I asked, exactly how did Hunter represent Ho? Did he all of a sudden become a criminal defense attorney? Did he have expertise in how to get out of legal trouble? Or was Ho simply looking to pull strings to get out of jail and out of the country? Truth true seekers, you come up with your own conclusions. Well, I mean, who wouldn't pay a million dollars for the services of a crack-addicted, never-practicing attorney that had to rely on, on the favors of his corrupt father to get every job in his adult life? I mean, this makes perfect sense Absolutely. if you're Patrick Ho. Okay, so both Senator Ron Johnson and Chuck Grassley, who did a lot of the investigation and put together this record, requested an interview with Hunter and James Biden to answer questions about their financial dealings. But of course, they declined to speak to them. That right there should say a lot to anyone that's paying attention. Take your blinders off, people, and take out the earplugs. It's time to pay attention. To summarize, the Biden crime family got at least $10 million from a Chinese organization connected to the Chinese Communist Party. And what did they do to earn that money, to earn $10 million? Well, one theory is that the Biden family meets with foreign officials that want to receive aid from the U.S. The Biden family, mainly through the use of Joe Biden, promises that U.S. aid will be sent to these foreign governments. In return, that foreign government will award a contract to a specific national contractor, that contractor will funnel some of that money back to the Biden crime family. Just really quick, what does that nine-year-old do to earn that much money? I mean, who couldn't use a nine-year-old in their criminal scheme, for crying out loud? Right? Yeah. All right. So how would they do that exactly? Well, here's a hypothetical example. Let's pick a country at random. Okay, um, how about Ukraine? 
I mean, it could be any country, really. Yeah, sure. Okay. Now, let's say Biden had a reason to work with Ukraine on behalf of the United States. You know, like, maybe he was the vice president. And while visiting, Hunter's on the plane with Joe. Now, why is Hunter on that plane? I don't know. But Joe meets with Ukrainian officials about oil drilling aid that the U.S. has bookmarked for Ukraine. No one knows what Joe says. No one knows what Hunter's even doing there in the first place. But in the end, a crazy set of coincidences takes place. First, the aid does indeed go to Ukraine. Next, Hunter Biden is appointed to the board of a Ukrainian oil and gas firm. Now, there's a lot of stuff to unpack for a later episode, just in that. So the Ukrainian firm for which Hunter now sits on the board, receives the contract from the Ukrainian government. But remember, all the money came from the U.S. in the form of foreign aid. Hunter gets paid a massive amount of money for sitting on the board in a country for which he does not live, nor has any experience or expertise in the operations of that said company. The final coincidence, Joe buys a multi-million dollar beach house in Reboeth. So, hypothetically, Joe Biden uses corrupt governments to channel foreign aid into his own pocket. And in the spirit of socialism, the big guy's 10% seems to be an equal share split among him and the rest of the crime family, which may or may not include the dog and the ice cream man. (laughs) So, (laughs) here's another hypothetical. Let's say there is a company that would like to do business in the United States. For instance, let's say there's a a Chinese firm, okay, that is in the business of buying oil. Look, I mean, again, it could be any country, it could be any industry, this is totally hypothetical. Now, let's say that Hunter and Jim meet with that company. And again, no one knows what's being said, but after that meeting, another amazing set of coincidences takes place. First, Joe Biden decides he's going to release a massive amount of our national reserve oil, you know, to relieve high gas prices caused by Putin's war on Ukraine. Instead of that oil going to the U.S. market, it's sold at a discount to the company that Jim and Hunter visited for, you know, a few months back. Then the Biden crime family received a massive amount of money from that firm for business and legal consulting, including a million dollars in the form of legal representation provided by, you know, our Hunter Biden Esquire, (laughs) the highest paid attorney to never practice law. In the past, if you wanted to discredit a story, especially one like this, all you had to do was call it a conspiracy theory. We chose these examples because they have been known for a long time. Much of the proof is actually in the Hunter Biden laptop, which is why so much effort has been made to keep everything related to that laptop quiet. And when you dig deeper, you know what you find? All the information that was uncovered by James Comer and the investigation is way more shady. It's as if the Biden crime family came to the conclusion that there was nothing they could not get away with. Want to talk about what has been done to keep this quiet? Here we go. First and foremost, the partnership of the Democratic Party and the media have squashed the story. They have propped up so many other nothing stories to create a forest around the story. Second, Joe Biden as vice president held USAID to Ukraine hostage until the Ukrainian investigator looking into this corruption of Burisma 
was actually fired. Third, articles of impeachment against Trump were written because Trump figured this out when he was president. The DOJ launched the now proven to be corrupt Operation Crossfire Hurricane to stop the Trump administration from exposing this story. Biden and Blinken got more than 40 former U.S. intelligence professionals to lie that the laptop was Russian disinformation. The team investigating Hunter Biden was removed by the IRS. The FBI colluded with Twitter and Facebook to quash the story. The FBI raided Trump's home. Every whistleblower that has information that could expose how corrupt this family is, is either in court, in prison, or is missing. Or dead. Yeah. Now, do you want to hear another scheme pulled off by the Biden crime family that involved the Armenian government, the CCP, and the Sinaloa cartel? Well, you're just going to have to tune in next time. You just can't make this stuff up. It's insane how crazy this is. It, it's nuts. I can't get over his grandchildren having those big deposits in their account. I mean, I wish we could deposit that in our kid's account when he was nine years old. Yeah. I just hope that future generations actually get the true story about what's actually happening and can actually look at it through a very clear lens and say, wow, what was going on in the 2020s for crying out loud? Those were crazy times. I don't know that they're ever going to find that or hear that if we continue to have Democrats in that position. And that's exactly why we are having this podcast, because we got to get this information out. We need people to hear this so that that doesn't happen, that people can still hear this stuff and make their own opinion about it and understand this is wrong and do something about it. Right. And we're trying to make this simple for you to understand. But I and I know we gave even though we said we were going to do bare bones, we gave a bunch of facts. But the fact of the matter is, is that there are nine people in that one family that have profited from Joe Biden being vice president, plain and simple. The worst part about it, the Chinese Communist Party has the advantage over the U.S. government. Militarily, diplomatically, Blinken had to beg for a meeting. In the end, it really didn't do anything. And all of that, the massive compromise to the national security, to the strength of the United States, was all handed over to to the Communist Party for $10 million. And that's all it took for, to compromise Joe Biden. I just hope that you personally, Rocky, would never sell out the country for $10 million. Never. I mean, I'm ready to leave the country if yeah, I had $10 million. For free. Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm not selling out. My flag's still flying, and, and it's red, white, and blue. No other colors involved there. You're the best. Well, we've reached the end of another episode, but our search for the truth never ends. She's been Rocky, and I'm Lucas, and you've been listening to Truth Seekers. Keep questioning, keep seeking, and we'll catch up with you in the next episode.